welcome to the 504 Girls Podcast. It's your girls, Sierra. And me, the stallion. <laughs> or is it the stallion? B. B. T-H-E-E. The stallion. <laughs> and actually, she's who um, we're centering this conversation. Yes. Herself, Brianna Taylor. Yes. And um, any woman, and any, and any, and all women who have been victims of violence, yeah. um, just want to talk about how Black women do matter and how we can improve in protecting Black women. Um, we have a special guest. Introduce yourself. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Um, Terrence Mack here from Plumbing People's Podcast. www.mackwritten.com. Check me out. Here for a good conversation. And he is also a black man. Um, oh yeah. I'm, which... <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought my voice I thought my, my voice would just kind of give that away. But yeah, sure. I'm black. <laughs> I'm a dude. Um, I'm black, I'm a dude. <laughs> black. What does it look like to protect black women? Um, you know, you gotta make it a part of your day-to-day life. You gotta make it a part of your day-to-day uh lifestyle. Um just uh when when black women are watching and when they're not watching, like, you know, are you checking your friends? Like, you know, when they say um, passive or just anybody, not even just friends, like strangers, whatever, people making passive aggressive comments t- towards um, towards black women. Um, people may, uh, you know, you hear about, you hear stories about, you know, your friends or whatever and how they treat, you know, the women in their lives and um, in relationships or even like, friendships whatever um you know like are you defending them in private as well as in public um looks like us just you know standing up standing up for you all um uh in any in in every situation where where it counts yeah it starts at home yeah it starts at home definitely definitely um so let's start with megan the stallion a lot of people immediately took the side of Tori Lane or Tiny Tori didn't believe. Um, tiny Tori. Oh. <laughs> tiny, Tiny Tori. Well, you know what's so interesting about that is Megan Thee Stallion allegedly came from a party from Kylie Jenner's little house, yes, or place, whatever. She was hosting it. Um, there was several people in the car. There was an argument that took place. Somehow she ends up outside of the car and shot yeah. in both feet. And then somehow she got shot miraculously out of nowhere because people, there are some people who don't think that he shot her. Um, who, who shot did her? it? <laughs> Was it a ghost? <laughs> then who, who did it? In this case, um, this is interesting because we have, yes, he's a black man, but he's also a black man who's not of his country. He um, He's a black man who also is, high profile um and that makes this case even more interesting and recently he's been charged with what was it assault assault and having an unregistered firearm dummy every time i think of this situation i just i just think about how how dumb he is and then and then i because i thought he i thought he was dumb he made himself sound and look like he came weird. out with an entire album. I would think about like, the situation. Did anyone listen to it? I didn't personally, I didn't check it out. So I didn't listen to it either because I just... I, I listened to it. I listened to a few of the songs for sense of 
because these days you don't really need to listen to the whole album. You really just kind of got got to listen to the reviews and you know the bloggers and commenters themselves. They'll 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 tell you what bars really matter in in the album. And after like you know going through the reviews, his whole consensus is the truth will come out. You know, people that know me know that I'm a good dude. Um, and he's taking a couple shots at Takashi. Like nothing is him owning up to anything. This him not admitting anything. And he's also, and then in the fact of him not admitting, he's also not technically telling his side of the story. Like he still hasn't said technically anything. Like you're just saying that the stuff is not true, but you're also not telling us your truth. But yeah, you're telling us that this album tells you your truth, but you're not like you're you're saying something, but you're not saying nothing at all. Does that and make sense? I guess that, that makes, makes sense. sense. I guess it makes sense because if he did tell his side of the story, that would be premature, given that he has to go to court and more than likely may have to stand trial for what he's done, that. especially if he's going to plead not guilty. I get that. I get that. And also, I, I if he gets off for if he gets off for the, on these charges. I don't see that going well. But actually, you know what? I take that back. This is a different era. This isn't an era of like, I, 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 the moment that that happened, I, I kept asking myself, like, could this have happened to Eve or Missy Elliott or, um, you know, any of the female rappers from the early 2000s? Like, if Eve got shot in the foot, X would have been on whoever's ass that, um, like, like, did that. The whole Rough Riders, the whole Rough Riders were in that situation. This is this is really a different era, and I and I've known this is such. It's like the like they like the the protect the respect. I feel like they we definitely had more of a respect for our female hip hop artists back then than we do today. Um, and hip hop, so. the hip hop, the hip hop culture was just different back then. Like a Takashi Six Nine couldn't be successful in 2004 after doing what he did mm. like that's I mean, like that that that, that shit just would not have a history of being believed the first time say that again say that again i mean i i think i don't i don't know if it has to do anything with this era but megan but if you think about it megan 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 ain't out here alone like she got all of texas on her back bumby bumby supports her um Beyonce supports her she got like te like Texas Texas Houston goes hard for her I mean that's important as like a, a, a community but I mean as far as like like your where you come from like for example Nicki Minaj she comes her whole crew was Drake was Wayne was was all that whole people was was right. she was a part of that collective that's what I'm saying I feel like Megan Thee Stallion, she doesn't have necessarily a collective like that. I guess that's where I'm going with it. Now, okay, so now on, on that narrative, right? Because I, I, I do believe that, you know, when you're, it was a set, there was an essential time when being a part of a crew in hip hop um, did provide you a certain protection. Like G Unit moved, always moved together. Um, you know, Trill Mafia always moved together. So So Deaf people, they always moved together. Um, went on the road and what and, and parties and whatnot. Um, do you feel that if she had been like in a crew, um, a hip hop, a hip hop crew or whatever, or had some type of affiliation, that 
um, she would have she would have more protection. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she she definitely would. Um, I mean, let's 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 be clear. It's sad that she would even need that in the first place, because we would love to live in a world where she could just be black woman, dope as hell with rhymes and just go to a bikini party and leave with and leave with no holes in her feet in an ideal world you know right in an ideal world that there wouldn't be anyone not believing her story and i think what made it hard on megan is she originally said that it was just glass in her foot and so mm-hmm. it was it was controversial and that was the biggest thing around this thing that Ooh, my and that mind. was her. That was her protecting. Her protecting him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Like, I'm totally even not she, disagreeing with that. Because even though she's no, not, no, I was. We were. We weren't saying that either. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you even know, though she, gonna, go ahead, Terrence. I'm sorry. Oh my fault. My fault. Um, I was gonna say even though she's not street. Um, like she's not like necessarily like like a street rapper. Um, if you really listen to like Megan's lyrics. She's not like get 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 boom boom whatever, um, but she still has enough street smarts to know like you know like what happens to stitches and how people will perceive her coming out whatever. So also I can understand scene. why initial I can understand why initially she hesitated to give us like the full version because she wanted to see what Tori and his camp that they weren't riding and they or they weren't supporting and they were going behind her back and you know, saying, like, making statements before, you know, they had a chance to talk it out together. Um, and she was trying to, like she said, like she said when she went off, she was trying to save his career. That's when she dropped the ball, like, you know? Um, um, also, that scene was very intimidating. Uh, there was it? a few, well, there was a video of that car being surrounded by police cars and a helicopter, and I was just saying that she afraid in that moment what they could possibly a gun in the car a black man that shot it he just didn't know what to do out of fear and they just came from a party so god only knows if they were drinking or not right. or doing other kinds of substances they could have exactly. had all kinds of things going on with their i am 100 sure they were all there so that she was which you know my theory like pro um, she, it was really, um, in it, I don't know what that's like. In America, when, when, when black people are in really messed up situations, we are scared to call the police, right? And she had to, they had to call the police. They had to call the ambulance because she got shot, you know? She, I think there's no way to avoid that interaction. And the thing is like, the, People are like, Megan Thee Stallion is big and she, she's she been in situations with men before. Not None of that They always make this you know, you know you know what? Wonder Woman because she tall? You know what incident like really triggered, like uh, that triggered a flashback when this all happened? The whole Chris Brown, Rihanna thing. And like, cause I remember being in high school when that news broke out. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I do remember is the jokes. And it wasn't meme culture back then. It was like really quick videos, but there were there were jokes about like them, like how the fight went down in the car. And there were um, people saying, um, uh, "Wow, she must have did something really crazy to piss him off to that point." Or what did Rihanna say? We still ain't get Chris's side of the story. Da, 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 da. Like 
instant jumping to um, Chris's side on this whole matter. And um, I think a lot of that has to do with just the fact that, um, you know, and, and not just in hip hop, just in general, that that whole, you know, boys will be boys, rappers, this is what rap male rappers do. You know, women just kind of have to deal with it and live with it and, you know, just adjust to it and work and work around it. Um, and they, you know, this that, that whole, especially black women being expected to um, kind of just suck it up, like this, this suck it up, I call it suck it up syndrome. Because it is a sickness, it is an illness, and it, it definitely is a narrative that needs to be altered. Well, historically, the man is in mm -hmm. our society that we live um, And it's what's really interesting, and that's, that plays out in almost every situation in women's lives. But when mm -hmm. it comes to domestic violence and abuse, it's like even more dangerous because women die because right. people don't listen. Or um, they think that the woman has done something. Right, and the laws are built or built around it don't help. Like for example, um, if there is a couple who have a tendency to get into fights that get physical, and the police is called on a regular basis, the, or even at that moment, the police will actually arrest both couples, even if the woman is not the aggressor. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to back up for a minute because th yeah. there is a cycle though too that if it keeps going, the police won't even show up at one point because they already know what's happening, which is even more dangerous, yeah. you know? So mm -hmm. like, it's it, yeah. the psychology around this too is very interesting, but we're not here for that conversation. Yeah. But I'm just saying that the laws are built against men already on top mm -hmm. of people's belief systems around, I guess, that women don't tell the truth or can't be trusted. Absolutely. <sighs> the day of, the day before, the Breonna Taylor um, news hit, hit, actually, a friend of mine, um, a friend of mine, uh, uh, well, I, I didn't know her that too, too, too well, um, but I knew her, but she had died um, from her boyfriend. And the way that story went is she had a restraining order on him. She constantly made Facebook posts about how you know he's not respecting the restraining order and the cops take forever to show up when he shows up here and there here and there one day he came to the house and they didn't show up and she uh, um and she died you know the fight they got into one of their you know very violent fights like just like always and this 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 happened to be the time that it went too too far now he got arrested and he went to jail like he's not on the run they're not looking for him nothing but um, again, that's another situation where a life a life could have been saved if we if we would just you know believe black women when they say I don't feel safe, help me, um, you know like something like that could have been a com could have been a community effort you know yeah. like you know like that that could have been something neighborhood watch could have helped her out with that could have been something that you know the uh, um a trusted cousin uncle best friend you know someone that you know could you know watch the house for you from time to time or you know and um or just you know to be frank check dude check dude check him like roll up roll up on him wherever he's at and check him i miss check culture we don't do that no we don't do that but in, i don't I see people checking anybody in that but and, and if it was if that could get that person killed that could also get hurt that can worsen the situation because he can come home 
and, and well, why did you really, tell? Yeah, like it can, and it's that it's so difficult um, because a lot of times the reason why women don't leave those kinds of situations is because they know that they can die. So it's like a catch-22. So I think it's creative though when you say use neighborhood watch, have cousins like check on them or or be like check on them as far as like be around the neighborhood, like you know. That's what family does, um, right? That's what family does. But then it's also yeah. really hard too because in some situations, women in those kinds of situations, especially when it's really bad, are cut off from their they're isolated. Mm-hmm. So people just don't know what's happening. Yeah, I got. It. I got I got a cousin right now who acts like that. Like she purposely tries to cut us off, but you know I I do my best yeah. to be as involved in in the know as possible because um, you know I don't want to end up having to find her body somewhere and and you know I don't know where this boyfriend's at like that that she's with or whatever. You know she does that with her family a lot, but because she's family, um, you know I give her her space, but you know we still keep tabs on her. You know, like no matter how, no matter how hard you try to push us away, like we know, we know, like whatever situation you in with would do, it's probably it's not good. But we are gonna give you your space. We don't let you be gone. That is, yeah, that's how you feel, black woman. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Let's go back to Brianna Taylor. Another case we were talking about how to protect women, but it's also not meant to protect. Black women, in any case, really, because the wall, even more time, the actual killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember seeing a lot of statuses that said the wall got more time. Um, and it, it's, it's really unfortunate because she wouldn't be dead if they weren't there. Right. If they hadn't barged into her. Well, if it was a no-knock, I mean, it was a, what, what kind of warrant was it? It was a no. It was a no knock warrant. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. No knock warrant. That's what it was. That should be illegal. You should yeah. not be allowed have to have bust in my house and murder me. Oh. Yeah, and it is a miracle that her um, partner survived and was able to be mm-hmm. witness and to, to be able to tell because other and than he's that, the one with the he was the one with the gun. He was the one firing. I don't know why that I just yeah. thought about Queen. Man, I, one thing I one thing I will say about the Breonna Taylor case is, um, we all got a reminder of what the difference is between like um, a settlement and like justice. Because I remember when the news broke that the family's getting twelve million dollars for a wrongful death. Everybody was like, "Ooh, check check, whatever, etc." Like they they could use that money to. Um, to send their kids, to send, that family could send their kids to college, and they could start businesses, and they could invest in stocks, and da da da. That's not justice, though. Like, because if you, because if you, if if you accept that money, right? If you accept that money, and you then create a narrative that that the money makes it okay, then in the future, future Breonna Taylor situations. You know, they refer back to this because this is what the, the, the this is what they constantly do in these civil rights kind of situations. They reverse back to previous um, federal um, federal investigations and court proceedings and be like, oh well, they were happy with the air there, so let's 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 uh, always make sure we have a couple sixty million in the stash just in case we accidentally shoot an unarmed black kid or whatever. 
because the family's gonna be fine with that. You're absolutely right, Sanitary. The whole point of them being convicted is to reassure the American people that our justice system actually has hope and works for those who are for those who deserve the justice. That I can be, I don't, that I, that no one can just walk in my, run up in my house firing shots, kill me, and not, and, 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 and get to walk around free. Like, that's, that's what the, that, that's what convictions are. Like, that, 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 that's what convictions mean to me. Like, from now on, when these situations happen, that's all I want to hear. I'm, I'm wait. I'm looking at the news. I'm waiting to see if they got charged. Okay, cool. They got charged. Now I'm waiting for the indictment. They get indicted. Yeah. All right, cool. They got indicted. All right. Now I'm waiting for the conviction. And then that's a whole <laughs> six, seven month process. <laughs> and then, so, and then I sometimes I don't ever get the conviction. Sean Bell, I did not get a conviction. Um, a conviction. Tamir Rice, I did not get a conviction. Trayvon Martin, we did not get a conviction. And hearing and like seeing that over and over again is a slap in the face absolute slap, slap in the face and that legal the team was ass and that's another thing i learned from this case is that we need and this is something we need to slap on the black agenda we need um stronger we, we need stronger investment into our the legal defense team the legal defense teams during these uh BLM, I was going to call them BLM type cases. You know, like there were several cases that I've seen where the, um, like I actually saw the court proceedings because they were live. Like if you ever saw the Trayvon Martin proceeding, the lawyer was trash. Every like legal expert possible said that that lawyer was trash. The fact that he would lose that, that, that he would lose that case and George Zimmerman to walk out there free was absolutely ridiculous. Same thing with the Breonna Taylor um, case. That's why Megan Thee Stallion um, came at the Attorney General um, mm -hmm. for that, because they did not put in um, their maximum effort to assure that that justice was served. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that this shit happens to poor people. All these, like all these situations, to the family of Tamir Rice, Jordan Davis, Trayvon Martin, uh, Terrence Crutcher. These are all poor people. And, and they, they don't have the, they right. don't well, have, not even all of them. what happened? I said, and they, they try to make them rich for losing. And they right. also don't right. have the means to good defense. Right, and because they're poor, they're going to be hell excited for that. Like, yeah, $12 million, like, I can finally, I can finally get, I can finally get, get, get out the trap, or I can finally get out this Section 8 housing or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever, you know, my situation is. Um because that's 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 what the mind of the impoverished is like that's not their fault that they got super um excited from from the 12 mil um but also because they're poor they can't afford proper defense and every once in a while we got celebrities like i know jay-z paid for um i don't know if it was flando castile or jordan oh, yeah. yeah. but he did pay for somebody's legal fees he did pay for somebody's legal fees kanye did pay for somebody's um as well um, but that's like every once in a while, like uh, as a community, if we practice group economics properly, we should have our own stash um, like secure in certain organizations. Like like when, when an unarmed black kid is, is shot down, 
Divine Nine should be calling NAACP, should be calling BLM, etc., and hopping on that and being like, okay, who we need to hire? What's up? What happened? We need to get the best legal team possible. We're, we're the dream team. All right, you, you, all right, cool. Let's do this. What's up? They, they, like, a, a mill here, a mill there. They bring, they funnel too much money to not be the the pillars of, of the pillar organizations that we look to for defense um, in these matters of justice. Um, I think that's a wonderful idea. Yeah. I hope that that could happen. I mm-hmm. actually want it to happen, but it feels like impossible. The only not. reason why I say that is because I'm not trying to be pessimistic. <laughs> I, I, just, I said, remember, I said it feels right, and yeah, feelings know, are not facts. That's, that's why. I, that's why I had to just ask, like, okay, so feelings are not facts, right? Yeah, they. But well, why do you feel that way? I feel that way because it happens so often, and, and it, and we only get the the stories that would make media money. There are more unarmed yeah. black people murdered by law enforcement or murdered by citizens and it's allowed yeah Yeah, and they just don't get coverage it happens so much and it it feels like okay all the money in the world can't fix this and that's when i think about policy change because the reason why they can do this is because it is written that they can it is that's another thing that costs money discretion Absolutely, absolutely, it costs money. It is, but it is up to the judge's discretion on whether or how much time someone gets, or they're gonna give someone time, you know? It is up to their discretion, ultimately. The jury helps influence that. The story helps influence that. The media even helps influence that. Money helps influence that, right? Because some of these people get paid off. That's what I'm right? saying. Yeah. That's why we need, that's why we need a secured bag. See, yo, we need, this is exactly what I'm talking about. This is exactly why we need, um. I, I, I feel like it's like, it's possible and I want it to happen and I want us to be able to do it, definitely. I also feel like it shouldn't even, this shouldn't be a thing. It shouldn't be okay for any American citizen to get their door kicked in and rifles pointed at them. It should not be allowed for and any citizen. Every citizen should be outraged. Every citizen, even to the ones that can't vote yet because they too little, or the ones who, who aren't able to vote because that right was taken away from them. Everybody should be outraged. It should be, it should, this should be like, America needs to be in a world court. What are you doing, America? The land of the free, you go and terrorize other people's homes for less, but you barging in your citizens' homes and murdering them? Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. not knocking first, hello, how you doing? Can I have some tea? Want some, want some water? Wasn't there another case of a black <laughs> woman who was outside, because she heard something in her backyard, so she went to go check, and it was the police once again <laughs> in the backyard with all the lights off, not introducing their, themselves, and, um, she went to go get her gun because yeah. I hear something. Chlorine game. Yes, chlorine game. Yeah. And you're defending yourself because you're on your property because the, the First Amendment says that you can defend yourself on your property. But you can mm. bars right at me. Um, we, we're supposed to be tried by a jury, but you allow our police officers to do This is not And she did it. And she did that the right way, too. That's another situation. Like, she had a registered gun. 
They did not have a warrant. Oh, they no, this entered is two the separate house. cases. Yeah, but but I remember Courtney too. Yeah, like that. Like the, I I know I'm I'm getting off topic of the Breonna Taylor, but that was like like even in situations where like you know you're doing everything right, like as a law-abiding citizen, you're still not allowed to protect yourself and and, and still achieve justice. And you know I want to get registered for a firearm. Uh, Go ahead, chitty chitty bang bang. <laughs> And I yeah, am very yeah. soon, and I look into Krav Maga and stuff, and <laughs> all the things to protect myself because you know I'm a single I'm a single black woman in America. So first, like like Megan Thee Stallion, I, I I almost wanted to say she wasn't attached to someone to protect her, but that person was the one who shot her. Um. <laughs> but it's just kind of way to protect herself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There would have been more bloodshed, but she protected herself, but she would have been well within her rights to do that, you know? And, you know, it's it's like, in this society, we know that women are not protected as, as much. We know that crime happens to men, yes. We know that men are shot by the police, but we know that women are at a disadvantage as well, and women need help. And because we know we live in a society that doesn't give that to us easy. It's imperative that we take measures to protect ourselves. So I will be, it's important. I was against it for a long time. I was against guns, but you know what? I'm at the point now where it's like, I live in a country that wants me dead. So I want to survive. And another thing to think about is the more and more, um, these white individuals keep um or these cops or whatever um keep getting away with terrorizing um us the more comfortable other people feel like messing with us you know mm-hmm. like it gets like gets to a point where they start seeing the proud boys getting praised on tv by our president or they start seeing this or they start seeing like that 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 dude who um I think he was a proud boy. Um, where he had two two uh, machine guns, two automatic uh, rifles, and he's just walking down the street casually, shoots two people casually. Like, does he walks by police officers casually? Doesn't even get arrested. Like, when they see when white when young white people at home see images like that, it makes them feel even more comfortable to do what the hell they want to do to you, say what the hell they want to say to you. Um, all the more reason for you to um, protect yourself, not just from like trigger happy cops, but you know, people that would just want to try you. And yeah. by your hand, I, I'm, I'm so happy I got my firearm license. Um, and I invested in um, some protection um, for my house and my car, just yeah. in case. Cause I worked too hard for the shit that I got for someone to um, run up in here out of nowhere. Um, and just you know, take my and take my life, take my stuff. You bugging, you bugging. But yeah, as far as change goes, um, I wanted to say this uh, before I forgot about it. Plot, plan, strategize, organize, mobilize. That's the five step to to getting change in anything in this country. It starts off with the plot. Then you can you plan, then you strategize, you organize, and you mobilize. I think our problem as a community um, 
because C was right, you know, like we um, we usually get stuck at that part where like the judicial system, we just can't seem to win. Um, we do a lot of plotting. We even do a lot of planning. Um, we don't really make it past the strategize, organize and mobilize part, like especially the mobilize part like that. It's it's one thing to get everybody together for a rally, but getting everybody together so we can you know, show up at this town hall meeting and lobby to get this this policy changed. That's a whole nother monster. But this is America. That's how that works. If the no. people, you know, if you if you if you want to see change in those certain regards, we got to start, you know, investing into, um, you know, different efforts that actually get us to mobilize as well as organize. A lot of people don't realize that there are organizations out there dedicated. So it's like Black Lives Matter started as a hashtag, right? But prior to prior to Black Lives Matter, you had our community organizations that have been a part of systemic change. Um, and they have meetings. They, like you say, they go to these town hall meetings. They um, are active in trying to get certain people on um, in certain positions on the council seat, on, you know, on, local government you know we have like those organizations and i don't think many people realize that they exist so then they sit around and say things like um oh black lives matter but we kill black people every day not realizing that there are people actively out there you know like when, when these when these uh meetings happen and blm is trying to get people to come together for this or that or naacp is trying to do their thing or divine nine is doing their thing or you got this pan pan hellenic african movement trying to do their thing um and they're trying to get numbers out because you know there are strength in numbers it's hard it's just hard sometimes to get people to come out in large numbers to those kinds of efforts and majority of them are led by black women too that's that's not forget that angela rye tamika mallory Oh man, I love following. I love following these women. Man. They, they, they keep me on my toes and educated and informed. Um, and all and all this uh, madness going on, like they really are the out there, man. Really out there. It takes a lot to be a revolution. It's important. Yeah. Mm. That's what that's what it's gonna take, man. To to avoid another Breonna Taylor situation. To get the protection for Black women that that, that we need gonna take some revolutionary work some dismantling dismantling is revolutionary work you ain't got to break down no system quietly well i'm so proud to have to be surrounded by so many black men that very very well us black women protecting us mm -hmm. thank you for being uh, you know you know and you know, thank you, you know. for this mac rittens is uh the name i use um for my poetry and my stories um and all my all my all my written work that's just another side of me but um you know y'all can just call me mad <laughs> <laughs> but before we go to i want to quickly point out um that black men there are examples of black men protecting black women every day yes um sometimes we don't always get to see it but there was a story of black men going to protect women um and who are armed did y'all hear about that story that happened July, I think. What happened? Um, black men showed up to a hearing and they were they were armed to protect protect this woman. A, a hearing for hold on a second. Was it that house in uh, not New York? It was in the Northeast. 
and her neighbors kept messing with her, something about her house. Oh yeah, the Crips, and then the Crips came over. And, um, is that the same story? You're talking about? No, this happened. No, that's Louisiana. different. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so, that's, that's neighborhood watch uh, that I was talking about right there. That's the type of neighborhood watch I like. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's what I meant by checking. Nobody got hurt. No one got killed. That problem was resolved. It was put to, put to rest. Cause what what the people that were messing with her found out that she knows Crips, and that's all that it took for them to, to, to back the hell up. That's all that matters. Yeah. I mean, because those that's what those type of organizations. So this was a symbol. This was a gest a gest a gesture. I can't talk. <laughs> this was a gesture of from these black men. They are in Streetport, Louisiana. It looks like. And they went up to a hearing about the removal from of Confederate statues from them and their stance on it. I know that sounds kind of silly that they went to a hearing for four Confederate statues to say that they protect black women, but I think it's the thought that counts. And they were armed and they were serious. They were armed and serious <laughs> for our cause, okay? Yes. Shout out, man. That's, a, Shout that's out. the type of pulling up and carrying. <laughs> I think the 504 because we love our black men, period. We love black women, period. We love ourselves. And we we can do so much to protect each other. Which is why Megan the Stallion's performance was so powerful. Facts, 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 facts. And I hope and I hope she gets the justice um that she deserves um out of this case but i will say that we do play a part in this case like um charlamagne the god mentioned something in one of his uh interviews recently that um how powerful social media is now um as, as far as in court proceedings and all that um we need to continue this like you know um I don't want to use the word cancel. I really don't. It's been tainted. Um, but this, like, that energy that, you know, that we have um, as far as, um, you know, Tory's a lame, forget him. Oh, he's whack, bro. Da, 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 for doing that. Da, da. Keep that same energy going throughout the rest of this trial. Like, keep that momentum going. Like, that outpour of support for Megan is going to be substantial, substantially monumental as far as like when they both have to be in that courtroom and she's getting all kinds of questions like what was what was she wearing and why was she alone why, why did she have a security detail and why was this is that that like we got to keep our support for her going you know from from our you know from our uh side of the screen um because that shit matters man it really does thank you for joining us. thanks for thank having me Thanks for and, having um, see how we're going to close this thing out. So we have a tradition where we say, yeah, did. And if you can say that with us, that would be cool. All right. All right. All right. So, one, two, three. Yeah, did.